0: One Oak does a deal nobody needs. May 17, 2023. One Oak, Inc. surprised sell-side analysts with their Mother's Day acquisition announcement of Magellan Midstream at a 22% premium. Anticipated synergies of $200 million aren't that big for the $18.8 billion transaction value. Management expects that to reach $400 million, but nobody can ever tell after the fact whether it happened or not. And given the merged entity's $60 billion enterprise value, it's insignificant. By resetting the cost basis of Magellan's infrastructure assets, One Oak expects to realize tax deferrals with an NPV of $1.5 billion. Critics assert that taxes are the chief motivation with few visible benefits from synergies. Moreover, the tax benefits are coming from longtime Magellan unit holders for whom the transaction is defined as a sale of their Magellan holdings. MLP investors enjoy tax-deferred distributions because the K-1s allow them to include their proportional share of the business's depreciation in their tax returns. Eventually, this tax has to be paid, usually when the investor decides to sell. Making a charitable donation of MLP units is one way to avoid the recapture of deferred taxes. Another is to never sell, instead leaving the investment to one's heirs who acquire the units with a current cost basis. The least attractive way to deal with the deferred taxes is to be forced to pay them when the company decides to sell. This is what Magellan has done. Tax impacts vary by length of ownership. The longer your ownership, the bigger your tax rate capture. Recent Magellan buyers aren't much impacted by this. Your blogger, a long-time Magellan investor, is at the less pleasant end of this range. Magellan is treating its investors in a similar way to Kinder Morgan when they rolled up Kinder Morgan Partners into the parent C-Corp in 2014. As well as a tax bill at a time of management's choosing, Kinder Morgan Partners investors were also stuck with a reduced dividend. Nine years later, former Kinder Morgan Partners holders remain bitter. Magellan can calculate the recapture liability for all their unit holders on Monday's call to discuss the deal. Management noted that the $25 per Magellan unit cash component was based on the aggregate tax liability of Magellan unit holders. Assuming they use the cash portion of the deal to pay taxes generated by the transaction, Wells Fargo calculates that the average Magellan investor will suffer a 38% distribution cut. Long-term investors will do even worse because they'll have a bigger than average tax liability. MLP investors are highly attuned to taxes, which is why they tolerate the K-1s. A significant percentage of Magellan holders will face a tax liability in excess of the cash component. They won't be happy. Many investors own both companies. One Oak likes the diversification provided by Magellan Refined Products Pipelines, but investors already had that as separate entities. By Tuesday's close, the 22% premium had shrunk to 13% because One dropped 11% since the announcement. This increases the proportion of Magellan unit holders who are net worse off from the transaction after calculating the tax recapture. An investor who holds both names in proportion to their market cap has lost more on One slump than she's gained from Magellan's rise. And that's before adding in the cost of the recapture of taxes deferred on prior Magellan distributions. The market regards this as a value-destroying transaction. It's not even clearly good for Magellan investors alone because of the recapture. A simple way to think of the transaction is to imagine that you own 100% of both companies. Would you borrow $5.1 billion like one Oak, to pay deferred Magellan taxes in exchange for a tax shield from the stepped-up cost basis? Few of us would take on debt to pay taxes sooner rather than later. Moreover, Magellan investors are there for the tax deferral and have lost it. By contrast, One Oak investors care more about the increased leverage of the tax shield offered by acquiring Magellan assets, as shown by the weakness in One Oak since the deal was announced. Small MLPs initially perform strongly on the news because MLP-dedicated funds like the Allerian MLP ETF, AMLP, will have to rebalance away from Magellan by investing in the ever-diminishing pool of MLPs. For example, Crestwood rose 8.5% on Monday as traders anticipated this flow of index-constrained buying. Energy transfer didn't react the same way because it's already at its position limit in AMLP's index. There's nothing about the 1.0 for gelan transaction that is intrinsically bullish for Crestwood or other MLPs. Traders are positioning ahead of rebalancing. The MLP structure is out of favor compared with the more conventional C Corp because of its limited investor base. Most institutional equity investors are tax exempt and face onerous taxes if they invest in partnerships. Retail investors dislike the tax complexity of K-1s. That leaves U.S. taxable K-1 tolerant buyers, wealthy individuals and taxable institutions. This includes the poorly structured AMLP, which will have to accrue for taxes once more when market appreciation turns its unrealized losses into gains. So it's hard to interpret one more MLP going away as a reason to own a concentrated portfolio of MLPs, even though MLP-dedicated funds did receive a performance bump on Monday. The combination looks unattractive all round. SMA managers will be explaining to clients for whom they own Magellan why a strategy designed to defer taxes has instead presented an unwelcome tax bill. It tarnishes the entire MLP structure because being a long-term investor brings increased exposure to another Magellan deal with sudden tax recapture. It's unclear why investors in either company should vote to approve. We own both One Oak and Magellan. That will give us two chances to vote no.